Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast, and what a gift it is every single week that I get to talk with one of my confidants, my brother, my best friend, Cyril Jeff, world champ. I'm Rodney Williams, the moderator host of this show, and I'm glad that I have your ears, heart, and souls for a few moments. Cyril Jeff, champ, world champ, let's go! Hey, listen, that's when I know the show is ready after I say that and I hear that amazing laugh, man. I know you're, you're, you're ready. You're keyed up. You're keyed up. <laughs> man, I got it. It's really hard to follow that. I mean, what can I say that's more uh, more energetic than my voice? Reading? I mean, man. <laughs> hey, man, I absolutely love it. You have, like, so I, I've been thinking about this all week, just about reflecting, like self-reflection. Sometimes we get so caught up in the day-to-day, whether it's being a parent, whether it's being a world champion, coming off of a competition and going into corporate and dealing with the powers that be, you know, and having all that sort of, you know, chaos. Sometimes we got to take stock and we have to take moments to reflect on the things that we have done. That way we don't get overwhelmed and that way we don't get stuck, man. What are some of your feelings on that? Do you take time to like dedicated time to reflect on like tournaments, what you've done and parenting. And, and do you, do you do that? Yeah, I do. I do. And it's unfortunate that I find myself reflecting on the shortcomings mm-hmm. more than I do on the wins. Mm-hmm. Right. I think this is how we're wired. You know, most people probably aren't wired that way, but I think is competitive people. I was going to say athletes, but really it's not just athletes. It's the folks who are competitive, yeah. you know, and we can go on a whole other podcast on to why we're competitive. Yeah. Insecurities from childhood. Yeah. Be, that's what we felt our uh, sense of uh, uh, accomplishment from based on the uh, applause or the congratulations of people we cared about. Mm-hmm. So that's became our self-worth. So that could be a whole nother. Yeah. That could be a whole nother podcast, but you and I are both very competitive people. We don't like yeah. to lose in checkers. Yeah. And so uh, I think that when it comes to parenting, that translates into, man, I'm just focused on what can I do to be better. So instead of looking at what I did right, I'm looking at what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the biggest challenge for me in adulthood is understanding you have to have balance there just like anything in life and you can't just beat yourself up when you make a mistake Mm -hmm. you have to reflect and see okay this is what i need to do did well i need to lean into what i did good rather than focusing solely on what i did wrong yeah 100 percent. yes i do experience to answer your question yes i do experience that i do i do participate in that type of reflection often yeah and you know i i the reason why i brought that up because this past weekend uh, i'm so stoked because you know hunter he he made his first uh, basketball team, seventh grade, last week. And, so awesome. yeah, yeah, I'm so proud. Thank you, man. I'm so proud. And, and you know, it's been a, a journey of him starting to embrace and fall in love with the game. So this past weekend, I was just on the go quite a bit because I also had my nephew as well, along with doing some training with Hunter. And when it came time Monday morning, I took a look and I was like, man, I did a lot this weekend. And when I said that, I kind of felt myself getting tired. But then when I was in the shower, I was reflected on like, wait a minute, 
I was focused, my attention was on the actual activities versus the elevated emotions that I felt while doing, because everything was family oriented, right? So I had to reflect on, okay, is it important the actual activity or what it was? I took stock in what it meant to spend two, three hours working on basketball with Hunter, not only Sunday, but Saturday at the park. Right. To have my nephew there at the park, to have baby girl there at the park. You know what I mean? So I had to reflect on what it actually meant to me emotionally to participate and be an active participant in those activities. And when I did that, it actually brought me back to just energetically being uh, willing and ready to embrace, you know, the day at hand. You know, and that's what made me think about because sometimes we get so uh, off track by thinking about the actual activities versus the elevated emotions or the emotions or taking stock in those memories that we're creating man it's so it's so funny that we don't even talk about this stuff ahead of time <laughs> exactly what i was looking up before i got on the phone with you was i, I want to talk about perseverance but a per- perseverance with purpose yeah and so how that ties in is i was talking to a good friend of mine joseph joseph castillo who was very successful in the oil and gas industry and i was talking to him about uh feeling like i didn't i'm not dedicating enough time to running my own small business or get my own startup going. And uh, he said, but you know what? He said, you're, you're a great dad and you're spending a lot of time with your children. Mm -hmm. He said, that is one of my regrets is that I did not spend enough time with my kids (laughs) while I was building this company. He's multimillionaire, very successful person and a very generous guy, but it just, it just, it goes in exactly in line with what you were saying. It's like, man, we were thinking like, oh man, I'm weary in this thing I want to do. Hmm. But man, what you're doing is what's actually going to pay the most dividends long term. Yeah. It's investing into your children. Yes. And it's like so often we want to talk about like, man, I just need to focus on like making this first meal, you know, mm-hmm. so I can make 10 meals so it can, it can afford me all these opportunities. But today I have an opportunity to make a difference in my children's lives mm. right now. Mm-hmm. And we have to look at that as a business, right? Like, quote, unquote, right? Why? Because if we're looking at everything from an analytical standpoint, nothing's going to pay more dividends than me sowing into my children love, support, stability. Like, these things are going to affect not just our children. They're going to affect their children and how they raise their children and how they raise. We're talking about a drop in the water that sends a ripple across the entire lake. Yeah. So it's like, man, we have to make sure that while we're uh, we're we're cons- we're pursuing perseverance, we're doing it with a purpose, and that purpose is we have to balance what we're doing. Absolutely, you can't you can dive all in like MJ, the greatest of all time. <laughs> man, Michael Jordan would sacrifice anything to be where he was, and he did. Mm-hmm. He was very candid. It was family, it was friends, it was teammates. Anybody could get it. Anybody could be sacrificed. <laughs> Anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I don't want to. He is the greatest all time, but I don't want to be like that, man. Yeah. I don't want my kids to to, to hate that I was focused so much on work. I didn't give them the time that they deserved. Yeah. They're most important. That, they're why I'm doing all this. So it's... I think we have to, like I said, we have to we have to pursue with that, that purpose and understand why I'm doing all this is for them anyway. It's right. not for me. Like, man, I'm already 42. I'll be gone <laughs> before you know it. It's for them. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's for them. I've like, been... You know, I've been saying. Last I checked, none of us getting all the, getting getting out of this thing alive, right? Yeah, like, man. We all, all going to die. Like, yeah. It's not to be afraid of. It's just a reality, and we need to understand that I'm trying to build something not for me. I'm I'm towards I'm towards at least 
you know, not the beginning of my life. We can say that positively, right? Or that's right. more that neutral talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can all admit that I am not in the beginning of my life. Right. right? So, <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a negative, that's not a negative thing to say. Right, you know? right. At the end of the day, though, like, man, I'm building this for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I'm doing is for them. Mm-hmm. So let's not let's not focus so much on what we're building for them that we don't actually spend time with them. Right? So I think it's perfect what you said, man. I Ooh. think it's perfect what you said. And what you said, too, because all week long, I, in the conversations I've had, I keep referencing the Tony Robbins quote where he says the average person overestimates what they can do in a year or two and underestimates what they can do in five or ten. Yo, I tell people it's generations that I want to affect in a positive way. I can't do that in a year or two. And before, when you talk perseverance, I had a, my own self-criticizing stigma of, you know, I have three beautiful children, but with three different women. So while I was trying to figure myself out, I used that as like, dang, man, am I just a statistic? But no, look, the beautiful thing is I have three beautiful children in different generations that need different things and a grandson on the way in probably a week or less. So I have to persevere and I have to create something and resources and value Four generations, like I said, like you just said, I want my kids, 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 kids to be taken care of, meaning they have the options to choose whatever they want to infuse with their passion. That just wasn't a reality how I grew up. That just wasn't really a thing. You know, it's like in my neighborhood, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't really see that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, I've had to learn. It's like, this is something I've had to learn, Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't want to say it's from scratch, but I mean, because there's people who help me, obviously. But man, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, I didn't know anything about like like building wealth, especially generational wealth. That wasn't a thing. Mm-mm. Like it just wasn't a thing, man. So it's like the fact that we're trying to do something uh, that's that's never been done or hasn't been done directly with us is man, it's 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 not easy. It's yeah. not easy, and we got to continue to focus on why we're doing it. And at the same time, like we're saying, not lose focus on the people that's right in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, so, I mean, man, it's just so, that quote is so powerful, though. And this age is just so instant. Everything we do is so instantaneous yeah. that we want everything tomorrow. And, man, I'll keep bringing that thing up. I'm glad you did. I'll keep bringing that quote up until people finally get it and finally understand because I think it's, it's encouraging. It's mm-hmm. not depressing. It's encouraging to realize that, man, Everything is not a sprint. Yes, there are times we need to sprint two things. Yes. yes, for sure. Yes. There's times we need to speed up. There's also times we need to take a step back and reassess. Yeah. This thing is more is way more marathon than it is sprint. Yes. This thing is way more marathon. Yes. But every everything we want is like boom, 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 we want it right now, right this second, right now. It's like man, that quote is very, very powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. It, and it helps bring it helps alleviate the pressure and allows you to recalibrate. Because if you follow a, a, a framework, and I talk about it all the time, like the four pillars of who it is that you want to be. Like, one, you have to take stock of where you're at, be truthful in all categories. Two, taking a look at where you want to go, looking at the results in advance, five years, 10 years, 15 years. What does that look like intricately, specifically, right? And then why is that important to you? Who needs your all-star game performance, right? And when you figure that out, then you know the importance of your why and what's going to make you put your head through an adamantium and titanium wall. And then the fourth thing is when you take a look at all those things, you understand the capabilities that you need. 
So along the way, you're going to recalibrate and reassess and, okay, do I need to get another mentor? Do I need to change my inner circle and see the proximity? Are the people that are I'm surrounded by, are they moving in line in their own way with the values and the vision that we collectively share? Because if not, you need to reassess that and make sure that the people that are around you are forward thinking, are about family, have the values, are looking 5, 10, 15 years down the line and not like six months, like a flash in the pan. Like it allows for that, that perseverance. And I'm glad you brought that up, man, because that's we were meant to persevere. We have all the intangibles to do it because we've been through stuff before. It's just the awareness that we have. Sometimes we focus on the wrong things, which takes us down the wrong path and leaves us stuck or overwhelmed. That's right. That's right. You know, one of the, excuse me, one of the, one of my favorite stories of perseverance and doing what you have to do for your family is Kurt Warner. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with this story, but um, he, he uh, was a decent player, undrafted free agent, um, gets cut by Green Bay. I want to say it was like 94. He goes on, he works as a, as a clerk at a grocery store. <laughs> that was making like $5.50 an hour. Okay. He mm. went from, from having NFL dreams to going to working in a grocery store. Wow. Okay. Like, just brought for his family, doing what he had to do to make it happen. Yeah. Right? Goes on, plays arena ball. Next thing you know, it um, gets gets uh, picked up by St. Louis. <laughs> Man, the guy becomes Super Bowl MVP. Greatest show on turf. <laughs> this guy <laughs> was the clerk in the grocery store. It was over four years without without playing in the NFL. Nobody. <laughs> this doesn't happen. Nah, you man. know when this happens? It happens when you have perseverance with purpose yes you're saying that no matter what i'm gonna get to this because i know no matter if i'm the best clerk in the world and man there's nothing wrong with being a clerk in a grocery store right i don't want anybody to feel like if they want to be a clerk in a grocery store man there's no shame in being if that's what you be that is an honest living and we need people like that to make our society run yeah man but if you're if you believe you're destined for more man you do that job like it's the last job you ever had with integrity as hard as you can possibly do it while you continue to work towards where you want to go. Yes. That's what you do. You yes. don't say, oh, man, forget this job. I'm worth more than this. I played in the league. No. <sighs> you do that job like it's your NFL job that you want to be like you're playing for in the Super Bowl. Mm. You do that clerk job like that until you have the opportunity to do what you want to do. Mm. When you do, then you take advantage. Yes, sir. So he didn't go there as a, as a crappy clerk doing a poor job. I guarantee you. Knowing how he does things, he was the best clerk that grocery store ever saw. Ever seen. He never lost vision of where he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so he kept working, kept working. And then look at him now, able to provide to the family. I think last time I checked, every once in a while I look and see what public speakers make. He, the guy was making like sixty, sixty-seven thousand dollars on our parents to go out there and speak. <laughs> wow. Think about that. Wow. He couldn't have made that. He couldn't have made that in ten years on his five-dollar salary. He makes that in one hour now when he goes out and speaks. Wow. <laughs> Man, life is something else if you just won't quit. Life is something else. Man. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier if you understand what your purpose is for continuing not to quit. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. All I have to do is look in my baby's eyes. That's all I have to do. It's easy. It's easy. Really, easy. The times I don't want to go train. The times I don't want to go lift. Come man, on. it's so the times I want to eat things that I don't that I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> it's easy, man. Yeah, I'll never man. get back to three hundred and five pounds. No way. Because you know what I'm worth you know what I'm worth to my kids at three and five pounds? Not as much as I am at 220. Mm. Not as much as I am at 220. And you look so, so spry can... and svelte at 220. <laughs> I appreciate it. If I can, 
if I can do things to make myself more viable to my children, you think there's any end to what I won't do? Come on. But man, we got this defeatist mentality so many times I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Man, there's so many resources right now with the internet age. One thing we talked about earlier was how quickly we can get things. Man, you can get information at the tip of your fingers in a second. Nanosecond. Don't tell me you don't know how. Hmm. Message me if you need help. I'll help you point you in a direction. I'm not the expert on all of it, but I guarantee you, I bet you I know somebody who is. Mm-hmm. Man, somebody feels like they need help in their small business. Somebody feels like they need help uh, losing weight, getting in shape, finding uh, somebody needs help, some mental help. Yeah. Some to find some clarity or peace in their mind. Yeah. Man, between you and I, we have all the resources people need for that. So mm-hmm. anybody listening who feels helpless or hopeless, man, reach out. We can find a resource to help you be all you are destined to be, period. Uh, listen, I'm so glad you said that because that that is why, like, the obsession runs so deep because we've both been at places where we experienced the not-so-best things. And so yeah, through our love and through our connections and through our networks, yes, reach out. We are ever available via any social media, however you need it. We are absolutely there and i'm glad you said like with the kids seeing baby girl and seeing hunter and his passion just it 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 resonates with me so much that i realize that i am part of a bigger much bigger picture and and being a parent it's it's like a superpower for me to to see my kids because guess what when we were kids we had an imagination that wouldn't stop and then as we as we got older, obviously the, the the our parents and friends like, oh, you need to dream a little bit smaller. But now having the awareness and watching the imagination that my baby girl has and that Hunter has, it makes me go to that place of imagination because that's where we create in the unknown and in the uncertain. When you have that perseverance, you can go towards investigating and creating new things if you just focus on the known and the certain and i think that holds a lot of people back because they're so worried about what the unknown is but look at what the known has got you stressed out stuck paralyzed not wanting to move depressed anxious all those things but we got to take stock and like okay find out what your purpose is persevere take the action steps towards that unknown and that's where the greatness lies man right it's so funny you mentioned that because there's so many times i look back in my life i can go all the way back to elementary school we talked about before but it's like man i can i remember search uh, circumstances or situations where i felt like it was the end of the world hmm. man it's this is it yeah. like there's no way around this it's over like i got no hope I got no way to figure the situation out. And I can't can tell you with complete certainty hmm. that hmm. every single one of those situations worked out because I'm still here. <laughs> like, here I am. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. You didn't kill me. Whatever the biggest problem. And I have faced some situations that have been, been relatively challenging, I, I can say. Yeah. But, man, at the end of the day, it all worked out, man. It did. It all worked out. It did. And I thank God that it did, right? Yeah. I thank God for his mercy and his grace and his protection. But, man, it all worked out. So many times I could have died. So oh. many times I could have been in situations that got way worse than what they were. You know, so many times. Yeah. So many times. Listen. Maybe it's that bill. Maybe it's that mortgage payment. You don't know how you're going to make it. Huh. Maybe, maybe it's, the, it's maybe it's food in your fridge for your kids. Come on. Or maybe it's just this promotion you got passed up on. Mm. Maybe it's you got fired at work. Hmm. Like, man, no matter what it is, 
everything is going to work out. Yes, it will. Just keep moving. Just keep Don't moving. sit still, like you said. Don't sit still. Just keep moving. Keep keep moving with purpose and a direction and understand why you're why you have this extreme uh, extreme focus on perseverance. Mm-hmm. If you just don't forget that, man, you're going to get through anything. anything. And, and you have a choice. You have that choice to persevere. No matter what happened, like you just said, piggyback and hate to be redundant, but sometimes we have to remind the listeners, like, listen, no matter what you've been through, through God's grace, the light, the source, whatever matter, you are still here. And when you hear us, you are enough. You are supported. You are loved. That's why we get together and we share to let you know that there is hope. 100%. Mm. Like we talked about before, if, man, if you lose hope, it, it can be dangerous. You know, Oof. you got to have a hope before you do anything else. Yeah, man. So if you're in a feeling of hopelessness, man, reach out. Reach out to us. And I know there's people who have felt that in their lives, if we're being honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And too much today, we don't want to admit it, right? Like, man, I'm going to tell you the truth, right? You know me. Man, I'm tough. <laughs> Let me put you like this. It's not a dude walking this earth. Then I don't feel like I got a shot at killing if it's if it's if it's a fight to the death. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just how I feel. <laughs> yeah. You know? But man, there's been times I've been hopeless. There's times I've been depressed. There's times I didn't feel like, man, I'll even admit there's times like, man, I don't know if I can go on. Yeah. But man, that doesn't make me weak. Mm-mm. It makes me honest. Mm-hmm. And too often we're not honest with each other. And if I'm struggling with this and I don't share it with you and you struggle with it, you feel like you feel isolated and alone. Yeah. I say, hey, man, my boy thought about that, too. I'm not, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, These feelings are natural. Yes. Now, I'm not going to succumb to them. I'm not going to give in to those feelings. These feelings are normal. They happen. Yeah. If anybody's telling you they've never felt these feelings, they're, they're being dishonest with you. They're lying to you. Lying. They want to cover. Yeah. They want to have this facade. Man, some of the dudes who look the toughest are the softest dudes you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> These guys have gone through some trauma. I met this one dude one time, covered from head to toes in tattoos. He wanted to square up. I was like, okay, you can get it. And he looked at me like, huh? I was like, man, I'm not afraid of you. And we had a conversation. I was like, man, I'm not afraid of you. All that means is you had more time to sit in that tattoo chair than me. Because if it was up to me, I'd be covered too. Hmm. I don't got the hmm. time and the money. <laughs> I, got, I got more important things to do with money. I, got, I always felt guilty getting more work because I got little kids. Like, man, my kids could use something. The time three G's on tattoos. I said, so all you got is more time and more time and money to throw at it. I'm not, that doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hmm. I know you're hurting just like everybody else. Man, this guy had been molested as a child. Wow. And so this was a way that he put up this big facade of, hey, look how tough I am. Mm-hmm. Stay away from me. Don't mess with me. Look how, t- be scared of me. Yeah. Man, it's because he was hurt. Yeah. Right? He was hurt. He was crazy. He's that same child who was looking for help who was sexually molested. Mm. And it's it- like, man, so many times the people who look like the toughest, man, these people are hurting. Yeah. They're hurting. You know, Wes Watson, my friend Wes Watson, I brought him before in the, in the podcast. Yeah. He talks about when he was inside, man, Some that's some of the softest people you ever saw with the weakest mentality you could ever imagine. Mm. That's what they got themselves in this situation. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I've seen every single one of these dudes crying in the corner. <laughs> He's like, man, we are all hurting. We all have felt that feeling. Yeah. But the, the key is to not give in to the feeling of hopelessness. Yeah. There is something you can be grateful for. Find out what that is. And the odds are, if you change your mindset, you're not going to have to look very far. Right. Because if you can open your eyes and you look in the mirror, you should thank God that you can see. Absolutely. Yep. If you can hear the words 
that are coming out of that television in front of you, guess what? Your ears are working. Mm. Right? If you can breathe, you're alive. Hmm. So don't tell me like you don't have anything to be grateful for. Don't tell me things are completely hopeless because it's not. It might feel that way, and I'm not trying to diminish some of the negative situations and the hard, uh, the hard problems people are dealing with because to them they're very real. Yeah. And to them they do feel like they're in the world. So I'm not trying to diminish those by any means. But if you really take inventory of what's going on in your life, it's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah. I can assure you that. And then with everything that you're going through, you have a you know choice. Is it going to be your anchor? Because it's probably been your anchor for a while. Or are you going to switch it, flip the mindset, and make it your rocket fuel? That's right. That's right. 100%. Yeah. I love it, man. Oh, man, I love it, man. Listen, last you know, you know the routine now. This is last final words because you leave so many nuggets and you give it to the audience, and, I, and I'm so appreciative of it. So final words. Man, I really believe if somebody is listening to this podcast and whoever it is, this was for you. Rod and I stopped our day so that you could listen to these words. I feel like you're dealing with some, some situation of hopelessness in your life. And I could be wrong, but I really feel strongly in my spirit that somebody's listening to this and feels hopeless and feels like they don't have a where to turn. And I want you to know that's not true. I want you to know you are still destined for greatness. I don't care how many failures that you went through in your personal life, in your business life. Maybe it was a startup you had that just fell right on its face. We've all been there. Anybody who reaches for the stars for sure has not reached them, okay? That doesn't mean you're a failure. It means you failed in this particular situation, and all winners go through this, period. So it's not over for you. Don't be hopeless. Reach out to Rod and I, and great things are coming your way. Thank you, champ. I love you, brother. I love you more, my brother. Have a great one. You too. All right, man. OM Gratefulness, what a gift. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Moments of Mindset, the podcast. What I need you to do is I need you to go support my best friend, my brother, in his amazing combat apparel. Go to Cruise Combat, C-R-U-Z-C-M-B-T dot com forward slash athletes with an S. There are two special edition Cyril Jeff shirts Select one, select them both, buy them for yourself, buy them for a friend. On your checkout, use the promo code CJ10. We have to support our friends. We have to support the companies out there that are bringing value and bringing love and wanting to make this world a much better place. Support and celebrate this world champion, my friend, Cyril Jeff Smith. You can find him at T-H-E-C-Y-R-I-L.com, thecyril.com. Thank you for locking arms with me. I love you all. Have an amazing day.